Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. This is your host, frickin' Mark Taylor. Grab a beard, stay a while, and we do anything. We go from all genres, man. We go from brand to brand and Metallica. So party on, dudes. Welcome to free, the Freeform Rock Podcast. Today I got my former uh, podcast mate, Andrew Jacobs, on here today. Say hi, Andrew. Hi, yeah. uh, hey, uh, Freeform Rock Podcast fans. Uh, hey, Mark. Yeah, so today we're going to review, an, uh, I think, a, a criminally underrated album and the last album to feature lead singer Dave Beckler uh, from 1983, Survivors Caught in a Game, which really didn't chart or do nothing because they wanted to go back to their rock, hard rock sound, but I guess a lot of people didn't get it like I did. This was the first Survivor album I ever got and listened to before Eye of the Tiger, and Eye of the Tiger was before this album, but I remember watching a video for Caught in a Game and thought it was cool because video games are all the rage back then and they were doing like a video game like type video. So Andrew, how did you get into this album? Well, uh, this is actually the first uh, Survivor album that I listened to, obviously, uh, having been born in uh, 1970 and uh, being a teenager of the 1980s, I... Uh, was uh, aware of Survivor from their, their songs in the, uh, the Rocky movies, uh, Eye of the Tiger uh, from Rocky Three and Burning Heart from Rocky Four, And that was really my only uh, exposure of the, the only uh, songs that I heard. I, I never uh, purchased any of their albums. I, I just... Um, even when I got in more into uh, hard rock and um, heavy metal in the 1990s, I, I just never thought about Survivor. And it's really weird, too, because uh, like Runaboy is one of my all-time favorite bands. In fact, they're my favorite Canadian band. And Survivor and Runaboy are very similar. Yeah, I agree. Loverboy and, and them are very similar. I, I as I do as well love Loverboy, and uh, they're still making music. Uh, Survivors stopped making music in 2006, and they've been having problems. Uh, Jimmy Jamerson, the guy who replaced Dave Beckler, died a couple of years ago, which is very sad, because they were going on a tour with uh, Dave Beckler and him as the vocalist, and I was very looking forward to maybe seeing that, seeing Beckler and Jimmy. I saw Jimmy open up for... Uh, Ariel Speedwagon, 1985, was Survivor on the Vital Science Tour, and he was very, very great, powerful singer. And it's it's a sad loss. But let's get into this album. Uh, so we got the first song, the title track of the album, Caught in a Game. So what's your opinion on this song, Andrew? This is actually uh, my favorite song on the album. Uh, great uh, album opener. Uh, kicking ass right from the get-go. Uh, catchy as fuck. And uh, a lot of people were turned off by, or were, or were turned, a lot of people were turned off by uh, the abundance of uh, keyboard-driven uh, rock songs in the 1980s. Uh, for me, I guess because uh, I, uh, I'm not really as beholden to the 80s as a lot of people, just because I got into the 80s music uh, in the following decade, the 90s. Um, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I. Uh, name of the first song and an album, uh, Caught in the Game, it's, it's just a, 
there's a lot of uh, different uh, uh, meanings that you can uh, derive from that. But uh, yeah, my favorite song on the album. Yeah, this is this is the first song I ever heard by Survivor watching MTV, watching the video. Uh, and this song just hits hard, man. With uh, Frankie is like a very underrated guitar player. Uh, he just kicks ass. He comes up with some riffs that I've never heard anybody come up with in my life, in metal or hard rock. And um, he's like a riff master, man. And I like the lyrics, you know, like Fools We Are Caught in a Game. Freaking, yeah. It's a killer track, man. I, I love it a lot. And it's my second favorite song off the album. And then we go into a song track number two, Jackie Don't Go. What do you think about this one? Uh, it's a cool ballad. Um, it's uh, uh, I, I'm not. I'm. In all honesty, I'm really. Uh, it's, it's a bit sappy for my taste. Um, I mean, I do. I don't hate uh, sappy love ballads. I mean, there's quite a few uh, sappy love ballads that I like. Uh, this is not one of them. Uh, I mean, I don't hate it. I just it's, it's a song that I would skip if I uh, was going to be uh, listening. Uh, to uh, caught in the game uh, again, uh, um, not for purposes of uh, podcast research, in other words. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not that not that crazy about it myself. Yeah, it's a it's I think it's a filler track. I like it. it's got a catchy chorus as hell. You just keep singing, Jackie, don't Jackie, don't go. Your hard act to follow. It just keeps it sticks in your head, man. It's like a like a bad Britney Spears song sometimes, you know, you get, oops, I did it again, you know, keep going and going. You don't like the song, but the Corey is catchy as fuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So then we get to the track number three, which is, I think, the ballad on this album to me, I Never Stop Loving You. What do you think about this one? Again, if it's too sappy for my taste, um, I, I mean, I don't, just, I don't hate it. Um, there's no songs on this album that I hate. Um, it, you know, like I said, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Loverboy and Survivor very much uh, in a Loverboy vein. Um, and, uh, you know, Kiss certainly has lots and lots of sappy love ballads. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of a little too girly for me. Um, not, not, not feeling it. Uh, I kind of I kind of like this ballad. I think Survivor's pretty good at doing ballads, and and they're not. You think it was sappy? I don't think this one was that sappy because he's talking about when the times were tough. You know, he never stopped loving her. I I like this song, but I I could see where you're coming from on that point. It it it's kind of like the '80s ballad, you know, thing. You know, like how to write an '80s ballad. Let's put this and this and this. You know, it's like the book on the '80s. You know. <laughs> it's a great. It, I like it. It's a good ballad. I wouldn't skip it. And then we get to track number four. It doesn't have to be this way. What do you think of this one? This, this one I dig. Um, this is a good uh, um, kind of a mid-tempo um, song. Uh, it's uh, you know catchy and it's uh, definitely got some. It, it definitely rocks uh, a bit more than uh, the last two songs. Yeah, I, I like I like this song. It's got the driving guitars, the drums, the bass pumping. Man, it, it, it's, it is catchy, and I like it a lot. And, and um, for you people out there who don't know Survivor, man, they, they're a good band. They're very under the radar now because nobody, they tour a lot, but they've never really caught on 
they caught on. They had between Eye of the Tiger was a platinum album, and then this album tanked, and then they got a new singer in Jimmy, and then that Vital Signs went platinum. So they've had a couple platinum al albums. They're not a one-hit wonder by no means, you know, but they're a good band, and and I think like you said, they're Loverboy, Brian Adams, Vane. They're really good, man. I'd go check them out if you guys never heard them. And then we get to track number five, Ready for the Real Thing. What do you think about this song, Andrew? Uh, yeah, this is another one pretty good. It's, um, it's uh, again, a bit, a bit more rocking than the two ballads. Um, and uh, definitely more rocking than I Never Stop Loving You. Actually, now that I think about it, Jackie Don't Go is actually kind of, it does kind of rock. Yeah. Um, now that I'm on the reflection. Um, and Ready for the Real Thing, yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good song. I like it. Yeah, I like it, and I like the keyboards on this song. Yes, I said it. The keyboards, the harmonies, the background vocals. I think this song kicks ass. It's a very well-put-together song, and I wouldn't throw it away for nothing. And then we get to track number six, Half-Life. What do you think about this one? Yeah, yeah this, this is, is a, another good one. Um, it's, uh, 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 you know, good, uh, good, uh, uh, good, good, uh, good, uh, good, uh, 80s rock, um, good, uh, good, uh, 80s rocker, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I like it. Yeah, I love the beginning and, um, the guitar and the chorus, the guitar in the chorus, it has that little riff that Frankie's doing, it just kicks ass, man. And I like how he says, I work like a dog just to get even. You go, isn't that true? <laughs> All of us? Oh, yeah. Working like a dog, man. And then we get to track number seven, What Do You Really Think? What do you really think about this song, Andrew? <laughs> uh, I dig it. Um, yes, yeah, uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, that song, uh, Calling to You, on uh, the, Freely's Com the first Freely's Comet album. Um, it's kind of uh, similar to that. Actually, uh, actually, this whole album is kind of similar to uh, uh, that, uh, that first Freely's Comet album. Um, and uh, yeah, this is a this is a cool tune. I I like the uh, I like the lyrics uh, and obvious. And another thing I, I haven't mentioned yet is the the vocals are amazing. The guy can sing his fucking ass off. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's one that's definitely one thing that uh, Survivor had was uh, incredible vocals. Um, good stuff. Yeah, Dave Beckler was a was a great singer. Did you know that he had vocal surgery after this album? That's why he was out of the band. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he had vocal surgery, and also, I don't know if you ever you listen. You listen to the radio a lot. Remember that uh, that Bud Light Real Man of Genius commercials? Um, vaguely. Yeah, that was Dave Beckler singing "Real Man of Genius." <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Didn't yeah. Know that. Yeah, that was him. And about this song, man, this is not one of my favorites off the album, but it's got great riffs, and the drums are killer. And like you said, the vocals are great, man. I love the vocal. I love Dave Beckler. I love Jimmy. The only the only guy I really didn't hear in the band is that they got, uh, what's that guy, Robin McNally after Jimmy, and he just went on tour and didn't make any music with them. But I was wondering what he would have sounded like with them. I heard he was really good, uh, but I didn't get a chance to hear him. And then we get to track number eight, one of my favorites off the album, Slander. What do you think about it, Andrew? This is my uh, second favorite song on the album. And it, to me, uh, it really sounds a hell of a lot like uh, Burning Heart from the Rocky IV soundtrack. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, it really, that, that verse part really sounds like the, the verse part from uh, Burning Heart. 
it's just certainly not a bad thing. I mean, Burning Red is a great fucking song. Um, and uh, it also, uh, another, another song that it, this, this sounds similar to, and obviously I know it, 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 uh, it was not a, uh, an influence on Survivor because uh, I don't even think it was uh, written at this point, is the, uh, the Kiss demo Sword and Stone. Um, for, I think they recorded it for Crazy Nights, and then the band Bonfire, uh, did it on one of their albums, or, no, they did it for the Shocker soundtrack, which came out in 89. Um, anyway, um, yeah, great song, my second favorite song on the album. Yeah, that's a great song, man, and, and I had in my notes that it kind of reminds me of Burning Heart, but I think the riffs are way different. It, it's the pumping of the bass and the drums that go boom, boom, boom. It has that burning heart feel. You could hear maybe Jimmy say, Two worlds collide, rival <laughs> nations, you know. <laughs> yeah, you could probably hear it, but this song, it, it goes off on its own. It's just that backbeat and the bass that got that burning heart feel. You just want to pump your fist up in the air, man. Yeah, I love this song. And now we get to track number nine, the last song off the album, which is my favorite song on the album. I don't know why. I think maybe because I live in California and I know about the Santa Ana winds and I know a woman can be like a Santa Ana wind, you know? So what do you yeah. think about this song, Jake? It's, um, it's, it's my, my third favorite, favorite song and it's kind of, uh, it's kind of my, uh, I, I, I don't lie, uh, part of the reason why it's my third favorite and I have a soft spot for it is because I've, I've been an Orange County resident for the past 40 years and, uh, I'm, uh, Although I, I, I do uh, talk a lot of shit about both uh, Orange County and California in general, <laughs> I don't think there's anywhere else that I'd, uh, I'd be comfortable living uh, just because I've lived here for 40 years. And I, I definitely, I mean, I, I, I grew up here. I, I went to, uh, I, you know, I was a teenager here. I was my 20s. It was, it was spent here, so... I mean, Orange County is in my blood. It's, it's who I am, for better or worse. And uh, I, I like that they uh, they wrote, they dedicated a song to. Uh, well, I don't know. I know they're from Chicago. They're from Chicago, right? Yeah, they're from Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I do like that they uh, they wrote a song about. Uh, actually. Uh, I'm from uh, Fountain Valley, California, which uh, is actually right next door to Santa Ana. And uh, in a lot of cases, uh, um, uh, people—it's it's almost considered part of Santa Ana, um, although it is its own city. But uh, anyway, yeah, my third favorite song on the album, and yeah, I do have a—you know—as a, you know, a uh, four-year-old county resident, I gotta give it love. Yeah, it's a—it's a. It's a it's a great song. It's my favorite song off the album. I just, I just like the riffs that uh, Frankie's doing on this. And at the end, he just rips up on the guitar solo. It's like the most epic song I think Survivor's ever done. At the end, he just like just keeps going on and on with that solo. And it's like next song. What? There's no next song, man. He, he just left us with that amazing ending solo, and there's nothing. I go, ah, oh, man, this song is great. I love it a lot, man. Um, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite Survivor albums. I wanted to do this podcast on this album because this album never charted. None of the singles charted. It never got any love. Plus, it was Dave Beckler's final album with him, but he actually did sing on the Greatest Hits album. 
I think it was American Heartbeat. He came in and, re and did American Heartbeat for the Greatest Hits album, and he's been back and forth as their singer from 2004 to 2013. So uh, I really hope they got. A, I heard they got a younger singer now, but I, I'd like to hear Dave Beckler make another album with them since Jimmy's gone. So uh, at the end of the show, I usually pick three favorite songs to play off this album. So what songs do you like on here, Andrew? Well, um, my three favorites are uh, number three, uh, Santa Ana Wins, number two, Slander, and number one, the title track, Caught in the Game. Well, those songs I would have picked, too. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Uh, do you have any albums you recommend to our fans? Um, let me see. Well, I definitely, uh, since we, since, uh, uh, I mentioned Loverboy. Um, uh, one of Loverboy's albums that I think kind of flew under the radar is uh, Wildside, uh, their 1987 album with uh, Notorious and um, Love Will Rise Again, Walking on Fire. Uh, fantastic album. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, Loverboy was kind of uh, uh, passe uh, by, uh, by 1987. And uh, that album didn't do so hot. It certainly didn't do as well as their previous albums. But uh, I think it's terrific. Um, and uh, I actually, if, um, if you're a fan of Survivor, just 80s keyboard-driven uh, rock in general, I would encourage everybody to check out uh, Loverboy. Um, all their albums are fantastic. Even their 1997 album, Yeah, and they just released an album a couple of years ago. I haven't heard it though, but I have six, and six is good. I picked that up at a, a store down in Orange County that was going out of business. Uh, what is that CD something? I forgot. Import. It was a CD. It was like a compact CD store. They went out yeah. of business, and I went and like <laughs> got a lot of CDs, like half off or a dollar. And that, that was one of them I got. That was a really good album. And you're right on. Uh, Notorious, man. I love that album. I bought that album when it first came out. Not, not, not Notorious. I love that. I love that song, and um, it's a great album. And what I'm going to pick right now, I'm going to pick an album I think that's under the radar because uh, Aerosmith in the 2000s is kind of lovey-dovey, love, 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 love songs or whatever. Ballad, yeah. ballady, poppy. But they did a really good covers album called Honking on Bobo in 2004. Where they had Baby Please Don't Go, Jesus on the Main Line, I'm Ready, The Grind, Gotta Move, Back Back Train. It's a freaking great album. It's like old, grindy Aerosmith, and I loved it, man. And I got a free harmonica when I bought it, like a mini keychain harmonica that even worked. I don't know where it is now. <laughs> it was on my keychain for a long time. But I really dug this album, and uh, if you guys want to go hear some good, sleazy old bluesy Aerosmith pickup honking on Bobo. So I just uh, I wanted to thank you, Andrew, and I uh, promote your podcast, Why Don't You, right now. Uh, yeah, um, it's uh, actually Mark's former podcast. Um, it was uh, the Terrence, well, it was the Terrence and Mark Experience podcast, and then I came on board and became the Terrence, Mark, and Jake Experience podcast. And then uh, Mark decided to... Uh, do his own thing, so it's now it's the Terrence and Jake Experience podcast. And I gotta mention something, right? 
I've been I've actually been wanting to tell you this for a while. I'm actually glad that I'm I'm gonna I got the opportunity to tell you on your uh, podcast. Um, my brother Evan um, is uh, a has been listening to all the episodes of uh, both the Terrence Mark and Jake experience and the Terrence and Jake experience. And when I told him that uh, you were going to be uh, going uh, solo, uh, he was actually kind of bummed because he really likes you. He really likes you on the Terrence Mark and Jake experience. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, he thought you. He thought you really added a lot. I mean, he just thought that our the the chemistry of all three of us was was really cool. And he loved your enthusiasm and your knowledge of uh, like of all uh, hard rock and heavy metal, and he just loved what you brought to uh, the Terrence Mark Day experience, so um, I, I wanted to tell you that on your podcast. All right, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I just wanted to, people thought we were fighting or something. It had nothing to do with it. It was just, I, I'm going through a divorce. I'm going through a lot of stuff, and and I need to do stuff on my time, and Terrence is really, really going through some times right now, so it's like I need to give him a break, and I, I keep pressuring, let's record, let's record, you know, and he's getting mad, and so I go, okay, I'm just going to do my own right now, and you guys could do yours, and maybe I'll come back one day or whatever, and he's always saying, yeah, you need to come back. He said, we'll bring you back, and I said, well, just bring me back as a, like as a, like a ghost host. Don't change your name or don't mess up the podcast again. <laughs> so, I said, it's fine with me. I'll come on once in a while, but... I love you guys, and I appreciate Terrence. I just uh, pray for you guys, and I, I hope your the po- the podcast looks like it's doing really well with your Frank Zappa episode. So, uh, I haven't heard it yet, but I'm going to listen to it. I'm not really into Frank Zappa, but uh, mm-hmm. I want to hear it. I like his son to weasel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it, um, I uh, I really like. Uh, uh, your uh, three-form rock podcast, uh, I really, especially the, uh, the priest episode with uh, Nate Atchison. I think it's Atchison. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that was a great episode, and like I said, um, I, I hadn't heard uh, the point of entry album in a long time, and man, here is Ezra Plains again, I forgot how fucking great that song is. Yeah, I was and a I love that whole album. Yeah, that was a fucking great song. That's the song that got me into Priest right there is Desert Plains. Oh, wow. cool. Yeah. I love that song. My friend Dano, I don't know where he's at anymore, but uh, when I worked at In-N-Out in Lakewood down there, uh, he they got me into Priest and uh, Maiden and stuff like that, and I really appreciate them doing that because growing up I got into Floyd, Aria Speedwagon. My gateway to hard rock and metal was Def Leppard and Quiet Riot. <laughs> so, That's cool. Yeah, so. I just... Well, um, I love your enthusiasm, I love that you're so active on Facebook, and uh, you're always posting videos and the news, and um, you always get, I mean, it, 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 it's really, I mean, you're just like, right up to the minute news, it's like, you've got to post stuff, I, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think it's because I'm addicted to Facebook. <laughs> yeah, so am I. <laughs> and I want to tell... And I want to tell Ralph Vieira, I said, yeah, I tried to get back on your page because it's fucking awesome. I got banned because I was a dick, so I'm sorry. And I would never post any Sammy Hagar shit on your page again. But it is what it is, and thank you, brother. And you're going to be a guest on here coming up um, in a couple, in a week or so. Uh, we're going to do a Night Ranger album, something Terrence would never do with me. <laughs> so, I, know for, I, I know Ralph likes Night Ranger, so we're going to do maybe Midnight Madness or uh, Zombatrol. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I got a hard on for Jack Blades, man. Anything Jack Blades does, solo, damn Yankees, anything he does. I even tried listening to his son, but it was too pop for me. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to thank you, Jake, for coming on the show, and uh, God bless, man, and uh, I'll have you on for another show eventually. Definitely. All right, man. All right, take it easy, brother. All right, have a good day. You too. All right.
when the wind decides that it's time to ride. Then it blows the smoke through the desert night And the wings of fire keep a climbing higher Flames cutting hot through the homeland Takes a mighty strong will to strip the chill from the desert night You can do 